Hello, hello, everybody. I hope everyone's having a blessed day. I think this is Friday, um, the 15th, 2023. This is Christy, a.k.a. JJ. Some call me. I hope everyone's day is going great, safe, blessed, you know, just welcoming in the granite day that God granted for us to have. I was going to speak on surviving the wilderness, the wilderness. This is season three. I believe that this is my third um, episode that I'm going on. And I just want to speak on surviving the wilderness because we are going through so much. It's like we are in a desert land, in a wilderness that we just can't find ourselves out of. And it's been difficult because life brings you know, a lot of sacrifices. Life brings a lot of heartaches and pains and we entrap ourselves when we we continue to allow this pain to overtake us. We're trapped in the wilderness in our mind, in our heart, in our whole being when things continue to be so stressful in our lives, you know. But as I go throughout my journey... I know that the battle is not mine. It is the Lord's, you know, it really, really is. And I've been doing everything I can to survive the wilderness because, you know, the wilderness is covered with a whole bunch of trees and, you know, it's like a maze. You can't find your way out. But when you trust God, you know, in the wilderness, you know, he has your hand and he's pulling you through every obstacle, every maze that you need to get out of he's able to hold your hand if you allow it and pull you through it i'm gonna read this little passage it's called surviving the wilderness like i said hebrews 4 and 2 it says the message they heard was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obey those who obey have a faith that surpasses understanding just like god That's how we're able to survive through the obstacles and the trials and the hurt and the pain that, you know, come our way throughout our life. You know, we get understanding because we're standing and leaning on the word of God. We understand, you know, his role that he fights all battles. But it's hard to understand that when you're not allowing God to come in and do just what he's doing move you know and we look at him as um sometimes a horrible person or as if he's not moving because he ain't moving speedily like you want him to but God is still moving he's still seeing you through the wilderness even if you can't find that exit point you know immediately he guides you he holds your hand he regulates your mind and your heart to get you through what you need to get through to survive the wilderness. I'm going to read this little passage. In the 1960s, the King, the Kingston Trio, released a song called Desert Pete. The ballad tells of a thirsty cowboy who is crossing the desert and finds a hand pump next to it. Desert Pete has left a note urging the reader not to drink the water in the jar left. That was left there. But to use it and use its contents to prime the pump. The cowboy resists the temptation to drink 
and uses the water as the note instructed. In reward of his obedience, he receives of abundance of gold, of cold, satisfying water. Had he not acted in faith, he would have had only a jar of unsatisfying warm water to drink, but he acted in faith, regardless if he knew what it truly was. He drank in faith. It was satisfying. But if he didn't do it, it would have been an unsatisfying situation that that he incurred. The water would have continued to be warm and not cold. Because that's the lukewarmness that God say he'll spit you out of your out of his mouth. But he gives us cold water to drink. Even in the midst of our wilderness. Our thirst should be the thirsting for Christ. He is the one that satisfies our thirst. This reminds me of Israel's journey through the wilderness. They journeyed. When their thirst became overwhelming, it could come overwhelming because it looked like God ain't moving. That's when we come in with that faith, surviving that wilderness. Because what we see is not what it looks like. It looks like we're just drowning more and more into debt of sins and you know the trial that's that we're facing is overtaking us but our faith is is what's needed believe me i know in order to endure this to get through these obstacles and these trials to survive this wilderness you know we have to pray we have to stay focused because the devil gonna send anything your way to try to entrap your mind your body and your soul Because he want that soul. He want that mind. He want that heart. He want all of your being. He wants you to be confused. He don't want you to fight. He don't want you to have that sword in your hand. And a lot of people don't understand. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm falling and I'm stumbling and some, I still got my sword in my hand and I'm fighting myself out of this wilderness that's entrapping me that someone has set before me and sometimes even ourselves. But if we lack faith, we lack in the ability to knowing that God is able to pull us out. And a lot of us, we lack that. Israel got worried. They stopped really just like, man, okay, this is the, the, because what God does, he does. And it don't look like what we expect. He does things totally different. Sometimes life can seem like an arid desert, like we're in a desert land, but God can quench our spiritual thirst in the most unlikely circumstances. When by faith we believe the promise of God's word, we can experience rivers of living water and grace for our daily needs. And we need to pray every day. Help us to place our trust in the Lord. Trust in him. That he can get us out of the wilderness. You are what our heart thirsts after. Our hearts should thirst after the, the love of God. 
He's what fills us up. He is who that quenches our thirst. When we need water, when we need healing, when we need assurance, surviving the wilderness, help us to place our trust in you, Lord. You are what our hearts thirst after. Only Jesus, the living water, can satisfy our thirst. Whatever thirst that you have, God can give it to you. He met the woman at the well. He said, I'll give you a water that you'll never thirst again. And she was a sinful lady. Coming from a man house that really didn't even belong to her. And if it was her husband at that time, like he said, you have five husbands. So everything that she done, God told her. But in the midst of him telling her, he still gave her a choice to choose everlasting life. That's that water. That's that thirst that you don't have to quench for every day. It's already given. He gave you a cold water of assurance that he is able and he is a mighty God that stands behind you through whatever trial and tribulation and obstacles that you must face. Because we can survive the wilderness if we allow God to pull us through it. When we step in the way of him, we mess things up. And when we walk in the wilderness, it becomes difficult because the devil want to keep our eyes blind. He don't want us to see our footsteps. He want us to give up because it's not looking like what it should or what we think it should look like. Because so much trouble, trouble's in my way. I have to cry sometimes. Oh Lord, so much trouble, y'all. I have to moan sometimes, y'all. I lay awake at night, but that's alright. I know that Jesus, know that Jesus, I know that He will fix it, and He helped me survive the wilderness after a he said, if I trust you, Jesus, you'll help me survive the wilderness. Because he gave us power, power. Power to break through. Power to break every chain. Power to regulate the mind. He's a meaning God. And his word never goes void. It is what says the Lord. He'll help us survive any pain, any hurt, any shame. Because my God is the keeper. He is the shepherd of our soul. So let's trust in him. When we're facing, we're in the midst of the wilderness. Know that God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God is with you. 
he's with you always. Just like Hebrews and 4 and 2 says, the message that they heard was of no value to them because they didn't trust him, because they did not share the faith of those who obey God. See, you can't understand it. If you're not walking and studying in this word, it's going to look phony to you. You ain't going to get the pure understanding of what he's doing. But when you're in this word, even if you're battling, when you're in this word and you're taking it all in, even when this word, you're soaking it in your ears, you're reading it with your eyes, and you're announcing everything that you read with your voice so that it can stick within your heart, your mind, and your being. Because no weapon formed, no weapon formed against me shall ever prosper. We are more than conquerors through him that loves us. He helped us to survive the wilderness with so many people and temptations and darkness and, and, and even your shadow come up against you. He can reverse it. He can turn it around. Exodus 17, 1 to 7 says, the whole Israelite community set out from the desert of sin, traveling from the place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped the, the Rephrims, forgive me if I said that wrong, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. They was thirsty. They needed some water. And I, and I know it probably was like, oh my God, it was hot out. But a lot of people was rebellion and Moses trying to tell them about Jesus that this water that I give of you is not a water water, but it's a water of a Holy Ghost that you'll never have to thirst again. You don't have to go to no well. It's the B-I-B-L-E makes his instructions before we leave this earth. Before we leave this earth. Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? When he already done had it before you, even if it don't even look like he has it before you. That water. He always got water prepared for us to drink. The B-I-B-L-E is up to us to thirst enough and have that thirst that is wanting to put forth change and fill us up that we cannot quench nothing that of the world. Because he gives a water that will fill us up. That we will never thirst again. Then Moses cried out to the Lord. What am I to do with these people? They always, they, 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 they ready to stone me. I'm here doing good. And I'm telling them how to survive the wilderness. And I'm telling them what you told me to tell you. I give you a water that you'll never have to thirst again. Like the woman at the well. And they ready to stone me. They ready to take me out. And I'm telling the truth. I'm standing firm. Even telling them about my struggles. And they ready to stone me. Many of us, we go up against this. There's a lot of envious people out there that don't want to hear truth. And want you to look like you a fool. A fool that's going around just, you know, telling people about Jesus falsely. And that's not so. It's just, well, though the way I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. For thou with me, Lord, thy rod and thy staff. And I know 
um, in one of my episodes, I said staff, it represents the angels. Yes, it still does, but that staff is our protection. It comforts us, just like he take the rod and he whoops us, but it still, it comforts us because it teaches us how to maneuver around the enemy, entrapments, and even the things that we allow ourselves to do to ourselves. And we can't blame everything on the enemy, but the enemy comes to seek whom he may devour. Stop you in your tracks. Want you to not take off that veil from your eyes. He wants you to lay in a wilderness and burn. Because when you're in a wilderness, it, it's hot out there. It's trouble out there. Confusion. Make you hot to where you don't even want to just do anything. Just lay there and just let the heat just, just suck all the life out of you. But he wants you to survive the wilderness. Regardless if you have to face like what Moses did. Here I am telling the people about Jesus from corner to corner, from door to door, and they want to stone me. But they did it to Jesus. They stoned him. They killed him for telling the truth, for telling about this thirst. How if you take this everlasting word of God, You'll never have to thirst again. You don't have to go out pondering in the land, doing things that's unseemly and unethical, unloyal to him to make ends meet. But he said, I give you, I give you, I, 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 not us, us, me, me. It's I give you he that give it. And we gotta wanna do this to the end. Even though it's hard, we in Sodom and Gomorrah time. We in tribulation time. That's why I don't be worrying about what people say about me, trying to kill me, do everything. And people want me to seem like I'm being delusional and, you know, making up things. But God revealed all things. I'm surviving the wilderness. People trying to stop you. People trying to block you. People trying to just prey upon your downfall and keep you right there. But in the wilderness, God can give you your joy, soundness, peace, love, happiness. Feature, just like he did the people. With five loaves of bread and not too many fishes. But God made a way in the wilderness. Even when they was complaining. We got to survive this wilderness. And we got to understand that while we in the wilderness... God is there with us. We can't expect God to always do good things in our life. He said, how can you accept the good and not the bad? I'm going through this. It's been a lot of of trials and heartache and pain. But surviving the wilderness, the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. Sit back and just, even if you're in your car, even if you're at home, wherever you may be, and think about how God has been good to you. How he had pulled you out so many th- so many times while you've been in that wilderness. Should have been gone, dead. He sees your tears. He hears your cry too. He understands. God is not like man. Man come to entrap you. 
deceive you, manipulate you, scheme your whole life away while they smiling in your face. And the whole time they want to take your place is backstabbers in the wilderness. It could be your family, all of the above. Your besties that you call your besties, your ride or dies. But God is in the wilderness with us, no matter how people try to entrap us. God always has the last say. And God, he does not pour down, he does not only pour down goodness in our life, but he does allow bad things to happen. That's when that faith got to come in. The knees got to hit that ground. This is a shaking in the city. It's a shaking in the wilderness. It's a shaking in our being. Because he's trying to awake us to what thus saith the Lord. Just know that God will help us out of the wilderness if you allow him to. If you want to remain there, you remain there. And the longer you remain there, the more your life going to be taken. It's going to, you're going to look up and it's going to be like, what, 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 what? It's gone. Let's survive the wilderness. You can read Exodus 17, 1 to 7. And Hebrews 4 to 2. Chapter 4, verse 2. It speaks on this. Only Jesus, the living water, can satisfy our thirst for God. This ain't no, no Fiji water. This ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that is, Shante, whatever water, you know, Zadrol, water, whatever. It's a Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's what type of water that we need to thirst after. So let's survive this wilderness and know that God is with us in the wilderness. And the same going to attack us. But it's up to us to fight our way out and trusting that God will pull us out the wilderness. May God bless you, keep you, keep you believing and knowing that he is God. Remember to always look up, know you, be you, do you, and most definitely love you. God bless you. Survive in the wilderness with soldiers. Let's fight.